Welcome to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian, where we talk about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Dive right in as we wrestle with what it means to live out our faith in the world. Hello, my friend. Welcome. Happy Monday, or I guess whatever day you are listening to this episode. I am so, so thankful that you are here and joining us. I'm so thankful for your willingness to dive in, to learn hard things, to listen for how God is still speaking to us. It is such a joy to be able to have these conversations uh, with different leaders and to just be able to talk with you like today's episode where it's just my voice. Please know that I am always, always so, so grateful for your support. And on that note, I want to be sure to share with you all the various ways you can support this podcast. Leaving a review is absolutely huge. That helps push this podcast to people who have never heard of it before. It helps it rise uh, the ranks a little bit, which just means it is like free marketing. It goes out to other people. It shows up on their recommended or explore pages. So doing that is a huge help. Sharing it with a friend, an episode you really loved, maybe putting it on your social media. And of course, also on our website at dancingpastor.org, you can give financially. Each episode costs us about $25, $30 to put out. And we are always so, so grateful for your support in whatever way. We know there's so many organizations that need your support. And I I am just always so grateful to receive your love and your grace and, and your support as well. In whatever way you can give, it means the world to me. All right, let's dive in. We are going backwards a little bit. So we looked at this piece of scripture last week, but I'm pulling it out of that much, much longer one we looked at last week because I had a really, really meaningful and moving conversation with my church's adult faith formation class that meets on Zoom. And it just, it blew my mind. It changed the way I was thinking about this couple of verses And I wanted to share that with you. It was just so cool. So we're going to go back to Matthew chapter six, and these are verses 19 through 21 and verse 24. So I invite you now to enter into a posture of prayer, into a posture of listening, hearing the words that come from Jesus Christ in his sermon on the Mount. Take a deep breath in and let it out. Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consume and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Let's pray. Holy and gracious Spirit, we open our hearts today to you. May we feel your Spirit moving within us, around us, and among us. God, I pray for each person listening today. 
May they know they are never alone. May they feel your love with them each and every day. May they be able to look back and trace through their life and see where you have left your fingerprints on it. May they see the beauty of your handiwork in the world around them. And God, we pray for our world, for those who are hurting and suffering, for those who could use your love and your care, for those who could use the touch of your healing hands upon them. And God, we pray for guidance in our leadership, for wisdom and strength. And we give thanks always for your love. Beloved creator, open our hearts, open our minds and fill our well today. In your holy name. Amen. So like I said earlier, I wanted to go back to this because of the really moving conversation I had with my church's adult formation class. We talked about this particular passage, the you know, where your treasure is there, your heart will be also particularly in connection with Jesus's temptation in the wilderness at the very beginning before he starts his ministry. And he tells the tempter, one cannot live on bread alone. And it really got me thinking, what are those things that sustain us? What do we rely on? What do we treasure? What do we value? What are those things that we try to live on? that perhaps aren't God, that maybe are stuff. Because when Jesus says you cannot serve God and wealth, the word here for wealth is mammon. And mammon can be translated also as stuff. So what is the stuff that we try to store up? What is the stuff that we try to rely on and live on? What is the stuff that we keep gathering and storing up thinking that this stuff will sustain us. And yes, I know we need food and we need shelter and all of these things to survive. But there's other things, other bits of stuff we pile up around us that we value, where we, we make it our treasure and we rely on it. What is that stuff? And is there stuff that we can maybe utilize, but not so much try to live on. Can we live on the grace of God? Can we live on the love of our creator? Can we live on the love of our siblings and our neighbors? And all of this, it also got us thinking and reflecting on what is the stuff that we pass down from generation to generation because we tend to treasure these things, right? We treasure mementos, we treasure heirlooms. And I also, I want to make a note here that I know that there's a lot of privilege in having heirlooms. There are a lot of peoples and communities who did not have the privilege of holding on to heirlooms, of passing these things down from generation to generation. So I just want to be able to say that and note that, that this idea of heirlooms is sometimes a really privileged conversation. I know that in my family, I have a small woven wooden crate that's maybe a square foot big. It's pretty small. And that served as my great grandmother's 
excuse me, my great, great grandmother's suitcase when she immigrated to the United States from Sweden in her early twenties by herself. Several families have these things, but other families don't. And so that's part of why I want to talk about this. What are these things that we treasure and value while it is amazing and incredible to have this little wooden suitcase and cherish that? What are these other things that are the less tangible stuff that we pass down? What's the thing that's really actually meaningful for our lives that we pass down? And so what if we thought about our legacy, you know, those things that we leave behind, not so much as wealth or physical items, you know, the things we might put in a will, but instead the less material things. What are our legacies that we pass down generation to generation? What are the little bits of wisdom or the lessons or the stories that get passed down? Take my great, great grandmother, for example. I have no idea who she was or, or really what she was like, but I do know for sure that she passed down a legacy of strength and tenacity, particularly through the women in our family. When I look at that crate, it's not so much this, you know, this suitcase she had that I value. It's what it symbolizes. I value the lessons that are stored in that, that it reminds me of what I carry with me in my heart, that I carry with me in my heart, the strength of a woman who got on a boat by herself and made the choice to travel to a new place to start a new life, a new family, to find hope and to work incredibly hard on ranches in Montana. And that is what has passed down to me. And those are things that so many people carry, whether it's through our, our bloodline or through chosen family or families that chose us. There are things that are passed down, these lessons and bits of wisdom and strength. I also think of my grandmother on my dad's side, my grandma Phyllis. She was one of the first female Marines in the United States. One of the first, she was working as a secretary in downtown Seattle and her boss drove her nuts. And she was like, I do not want to be in an office and serve a man who's just not nice. And so she quit her job and she walked downstairs and right downstairs was the Marine recruiting office. And she signed up to be a Marine and was one of the very first female Marines in the United States. She tells stories of her experiences, stories of sewing their own uniforms because uniforms weren't provided to them. And she was just, she was fierce. She carried the fierceness and strength and tenacity of a Marine with her always. And I mean, we would be playing games, card games. We played pinochle a lot. And she would tell you, if you crossed her, she'd say, why don't you go play in the freeway? <laughs> I mean, she was a strong woman and so sassy and so sharp, but she was also incredibly gentle and gracious truly the epitome of what it means to be both full of strength and grace. And I carry that with me in my heart always, always. And so what are those things that have been passed down to you that aren't stuff? What are those things that you treasure that are not material, that are not tangible, but are things that you carry in your heart that you treasure 
Where can you trace through your story and see the fingerprints that other people have left on your life? What are the fingerprints that you have left on the lives of others? How have you touched their hearts and made a mark on their lives? These are the true things that we treasure and store in our hearts because they are also the marks of God. The ways that people have loved us and inspired us and cared for us, those are also the ways that God has loved us and inspired us and cared for us. When we look back and trace through our lives and see the the legacies of other people on our hearts, that's also God's legacy. The love, the grace, what are those things that have been passed down that God has also passed down? If we think about Jesus and his ministry, he tells us they will know you are Christians by your love. The reason Christianity grew from 12 disciples that are men and however many female disciples that we don't have account of, what was passed down? Not physical things, but the treasure of story, of love for neighbor, for stranger for friend. That is why Christianity grew and grew and grew through love. And yes, there were absolutely ways that it grew not because of love. There are awful marks of violence in our religion. But when I think to what did Jesus give us to treasure, to pass down, it's love and grace and hope. I invite you to take time this week to reflect on these treasures, to reflect on the legacies that have been passed down to you and also the legacy that you want to leave. What is the mark you hope to have on people's lives? What is the non-physical stuff, non-material stuff that you want to pass down and leave with people? What can you share with others that is not material? Because that's when you're sharing God. That's when you're sharing love and hope. I want to close with a story about a man named Tim. So Tim was a member of a church I served in Missouri and he had cancer. And he was so kind and so full of love at his funeral, which was just absolutely packed. I don't know that I've ever seen a church so full. There were people, I'm all the way outside. And at his funeral, his son, who was probably in his 20s at the time, he shared that his dad had sat him down before he died to talk about his legacy and especially what he wanted shared at his funeral. And one thing he told his son, he said, tell people, I didn't have much to give from my wallet. So I gave with my hands. I didn't have much to give from my wallet, so I gave with my hands. That is the epitome of where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It has stayed with me forever. There is so much that each of us have to give that is not from our wallets or from physical or material things. And that is true treasure that we can pass down generation to generation and know that it's not just from us, but also from God. 
Peace be with you always, my friends. I love you dearly. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.